Last week, I was talking to a studio owner and together we were strategizing about what was next for her. She'd grown her business and was ready for the next step. But as we started to dive into those details, I could feel some hesitations and resistance. And of course, that is part of being a business owner. But I want to help you to frame how to think about your studio growth and share some observations that I've seen amongst successful studio owners, things that I've witnessed firsthand over the last 10 years in our industry that has certainly helped many of them to overcome those hesitations and resistances that we see from studios that are evolving and growing. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran. Thank you so much for listening in today. Now, when I put together the topics and ideas that I want to share with you here on the Pilates Business Podcast, I'm balancing sharing with you about all of the different components that come together to create this journey of business ownership as abundant and as profitable for you as possible but also as easy as possible for you. And so as we sort of thinking about what I wanted to talk to you about today, this is a topic that I wanted to share with you for a little while. And I want to preempt this episode with inviting you to listen in with an open mind and perhaps a little sprinkle of awareness, because this is not my usual type of episode. I'm not sharing tips and tricks with you today, but perhaps sharing with you some things that I've observed um, that might help you grow both personally and professionally. Because what I've seen is that while I can share with you all of the tools and all of the strategies that I know work really well and would work for you and your business, at the end of the day, it is up to you to make them happen. Now, I know that it's not necessarily that you'll wake up Uh, every morning with a 10 out of 10 on the motivation scale. But there are quite a few ways to be proactive about your role as the leader in your business. So let's start with why this is important. Well, the position that you're in as a studio owner is that you are the person who is driving the ship, right? You are the captain of the ship. You are the person who sees everything in the business. And you are probably the person, maybe the only person who can do all of the things in your business. You may delegate some of them. You may share some of those responsibilities and tasks, but if someone can't show up, doesn't, can't make it into to work, can't make it into the studio, doesn't show up that day, you may be the one who is always stepping in. You are the one who is kind of catching everything, right? And what I've seen is that for those folks who aren't leading from the front, um, who are being extremely reactive and aren't focused on some of these things I'm going to share with you today, it's, it may feel and it may be possible that you don't have full control over your business. 
Now, leadership can take many forms, but I want to draw your attention today to what that might mean to you, because the stories that our brain tells us about our business drive what we focus on and then what we then do in our business. And there's no one who can honestly say that they have never suffered from a lack of motivation. We all have good days and, you know, perhaps not so good days. And it doesn't matter what you've accomplished and achieved in life, in business, we all do get stuck from time to time. And the reasons are endless. It can be a little bit of fear, a little bit of discomfort, um, perhaps a, a lack of confidence. But what I've seen is what separates those who are successful from others is this key differentiator. And that is that those people who um, are successful and have growing studios and enjoy what they do and have thriving businesses, they just know, and it sounds so simple, but they know how to get unstuck faster. And it's not that they have some like magical, like, you know, unicorn dust sprinkled on them or anything like that. What it is, is that over time or perhaps naturally, or, or perhaps very consciously, they have trained their brains to think about, um, that feeling of stuck and being aware of when they're stuck. They've trained their brains to think about procrastination more strategically. And what that leads them to is this mindset of realizing that whatever their obstacles are, or that even that they're the expectation that there will be obstacles, they recognize that the only way through is to take action. Okay. So it's not that they don't have any obstacles or challenges in their businesses at all. It's just that they are aware that they are going to come along. And when they do come along, they are prepared to figure out what to do to move forward and work through those obstacles. And that usually requires some sort of action, right? Now, I will tell you that the impact of having awareness, even just about what I just told you about that mindset and the expectation can really make or break your business. And there's a lot that goes into this and there is no, I'm not the expert at all. I just want to share with you what I've observed and what I've witnessed. But for those who um, are expecting there to be no challenges, are the people who get the most stuck. And those who do not believe in themselves enough to, to, to enter into that discomfort of trying to figure things out, those are the, also the people that tend to get stuck. And to give you a little bit of behind the scenes of how I support my studio owners and how I <clears throat> help them to work through these challenges, you know, because I really am the absolute biggest champion of the studio owners that I work with. I work alongside them. I help them to build businesses, not just um, that are profitable, but the businesses that support the life that they want, because in order for them to be able to deliver fantastic experiences for their clients and help more people move their bodies and be healthier and happier in this world, you as a studio owner need to also be healthy and happy in this world, right? And so there's a lot more that goes into building a successful business than simply looking at the numbers and, and implementing strategies. We need to make sure that we are also being aware um, of how you're evolving as a studio owner in your business, right? And so as much as I support my studio owners with the strategies and the tools and the tips, I also encourage them to think about how they want to build their businesses for them, right? And oftentimes 
I meet folks who are in a position where they have feel very stuck and feel as though they may not have the the skills, the tools. And a lot of what we spend time doing is developing those skills and tools, because as much as I would love to dive in and do it all for them, it is just not possible. Ultimately, you are, like I said in the beginning, the leader in your business. It's up to you, the studio owner, the business owner to make the things happen. Okay. And it can get hard. It's very hard to see very talented studio owners to go kind of around in circles in a in in this sort of cycle of procrastination or overwhelm. And sometimes it can be so deep that it's hard to break out of it. And sometimes you need a little bit of help, honestly, which is why I want to I actually bring in mindset coaches into my Thrive business coaching program to help my studio owners to work through some of these kind of um, these sort of stuckness (laughs) things that happen. Um, because, you know, we can get stuck on all sorts of things, the big things and the small things, um, from raising prices to figuring out how to manage a team and what to say to motivate them and how to, um, add classes to a schedule and what those times should be. And we get stuck on these things, even if we know exactly what to do, sometimes there's still things holding us back. And that is often to do with our mindset. And it's so incredibly, um, interesting. Once you have awareness for the way that you think about things in your business, the impact that then can make, right? So I can give you the strategies, but I can't make you do it. All right. Only you can do that. But I do want to share with you a couple of things that you can do to support yourself, to stay motivated, to be able to keep moving forward and to continue to be excited about your business so that you can continue to grow and evolve with it. Okay. And that's the things that I want to share with you today. So number one, I want you to be aware of your impact. All right. In the world of the Instagram dopamine hits and instant gratification, it's easy to always be focused on the next thing. What's next on my to-do list? What's next? What's the next fire I have to put out? And as much as we can try to be present, any ambitious high achiever is always very quick to move on to the next project or task. And if you are finding yourself in that space, it means probably two things. Number one is you're probably not celebrating your achievements. And that can lead to feeling like you're never doing enough. When we look back and we reflect on how far we've come, it's a huge boost to our brain to want to continue on and keep going. The second outcome of of perhaps not being aware of how much of an impact you've had is you end up in this cycle, this spinning cycle of never ending to do's, which ultimately leads to a really deep and sad sense of overwhelm or burnout, or why am I doing this? Do I have to do this forever? Is this what I have to do forever? And I have to say that taking the time to focus on and reflect on what's working well in your business and in your life, right? Some might call it um, adopting a, a gratitude practice of sorts, but taking the time to do that as often and as frequently as you need means that you are focusing more on what is working instead of what isn't. And what's really interesting is that when you operate from that place, when you are in that place of, of focusing on what is working and leaning into that, you actually tend to see more opportunities. Likewise, if you focus on the problems and you see the problems and you ignore all of the amazing things that happen in your business, typically 
we see just more problems and more problems and more problems, right? So I really encourage you to, to take some time, especially as we head into the end of the year, to think about what has worked really, really well in your business and where that might lead to more opportunities in your business heading into 2023. The second thing that I want to um, kind of perhaps make you aware of um, is think is being aware of how you think about your business. Okay. And there's a couple of things that come up here. I see it often. Number one is people will um will will get in touch with me because they're interested in working with me and we'll we'll chat about their business. And what often what I hear them say is things like, I want to go back to how it was before. I want to go back to my pre-COVID business. I want to go back to this time in the past. And unfortunately, we can't do that. There is just no way to turn back the clock. And we are, have to now accept that we have, although been through this very chaotic period of time, we are through this chaotic period of time right now. And we're going to draw a very firm line in the sand. And we are in the next phase of our industry growth, of our business growth, of our development of our, uh, of our businesses. And so to be sitting here and looking back again, it takes you back to a place of of, of perhaps being in a place where it isn't terribly healthy when we're trying to build and grow a business where we want to be looking for opportunities, right? And so if, we're, if you are finding yourself thinking, I want to go back to that, then we are always going to be seeing what chasing something really that no longer exists. Okay. So we want to think about where our business is now and open our eyes to where the opportunities lie and think about what could happen in the future and what you can make happen in the future. Okay. Looking forward is critical. The second thing I want you to be aware of is be aware of how others influence you when it comes to your business. And this is really interesting. When you talk to Pete, the people that you talk to about your business, are they supportive? Are they problem solvers? Or do they have a job employee type attitude, right? Because what we know, there is that famous quote, you know, you are the product of the five people that you surround yourself with most often. And if the people that you surround yourself with are folks that tend to lean into that negative, lean into the, the, um, looking for problems instead of looking for opportunities are people perhaps who say it's so hard, talk about how hard it is, talk about how difficult everything is, where it feels heavy, then you it's really, really challenging for you to continue to stay optimistic and to be um, thoughtful about how abundant your business can be if everyone around you is telling you it's hard. And I see, I also, I do see this occasionally and this having people around you that show you where their opportunities are, having people around you who are forward thinkers, who are optimistic, who are, um, energizing to you, who are complementary to your business, who help you and support you can put you in a very different place when it comes to your business. And I want you to be aware of that as you're, as you're perhaps talking to others. And that can be people in your business. It can be people who work for you, perhaps, who perhaps will, we know if you talk to them about asking them to do something or you're delegating something to them, if they are telling you, oh, this is too hard, this is so hard. And you feel, then you have a feeling and a response to that 
which is that, oh my goodness, this is too hard for me too. And I don't know. You know then you end up in this really bad place. <laughs> and the impact it can have to surround yourself with people who are more energizing and optimistic and are problem solvers and looking for ways to work through um, challenges. And you will find that you shift into that mindset more easily also. So when you're talking to sell someone else about your business, there's perhaps a few kind of just things to take into consideration. One is, does that person understand my position in your business, in the business? And your position is that you are the leader. You are pulling this business forward. You are driving the ship. You are driving the train. You are driving this business forward, which means that you have to come at this from a place of abundance, of seeing opportunities. You cannot be in a place of negativity and and um, thinking about this as a heavy, hard thing to do, right? Does this person energize you? Do they bring you energy? Do you feel inspired and motivated when you're around them to keep going? Are they bringing out the best in you, right? This is really important to consider. And if you can find those people who energize you, who inspire you, who keep you motivated, that is incredibly powerful. And then finally, think about whether those people that you surround yourself with complement the approach that you have in your business. Do they understand you? Do they energize you? And do they help you to build and grow? And I want you to know, if you take anything away from this episode, I want you to know that you do have a choice about whether you operate from a place of scarcity or a place of abundance. Those with that sort of scarcity, negative, um, pessimistic mindset will only continue to see limitations, how hard things are, the costs, and how unfair the world is. But those with an abundant mindset, on the other hand, they will see the world as a place with opportunities for value creation, for breakthroughs, for problem solving, and for evolving and for continuing and ongoing growth. And so when it comes to who you surround yourself with and what thought patterns you choose, it can have a major impact on your growth. And I have to say, having worked with studio owners inside a group coaching program, one of the most powerful things, many powerful things happen inside of Thrive, but one of the most powerful things is, is seeing how studio owners interact and inspire each other when you get a group of like-minded peers together, how they can inform and inspire and motivate each other. And that is incredibly energizing for you and for your studio. So who you surround yourself with, what thought patterns you choose, it can have a big, big impact on the growth of your studio business. And adopting this abundance-based thinking, this abundance mindset, and perhaps being aware of your thoughts, who you surround yourself with, um, where you spend your time focusing in your business, um, the behaviors that you in your life and, um, and, and work will bring powerful and positive results. So there you have it. One of the most powerful things you can do for yourself and for your business is to be aware of your mindset. And knowing that you do actually have the ability to choose your thoughts can have a tremendous impact on the growth of your studio business. So I hope this is helpful to you as you continue to build and grow. If you're loving what you're hearing, I'd be really appreciative if you could take a quick minute go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It will mean a ton to me and will help to get the podcast out 
into our community so that more teachers and studio owners just like you can feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.